Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal. Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you today. As you know, I'm always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests, and i got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listener to somebody who's truly been there and done that and is still doing that. So I'm excited to pick his brain for your benefit today as well as for my benefit. That's kind of the nice part about running this podcast. I get to learn with you as well. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development, or All-Star Cheer Sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of continuously testing and optimizing your marketing to ensure you're getting the best results possible, right? Well, the show is going to help us to do just that. So today, it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be a super hot and super relevant topic right now. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life more fun. Let's face it. We only get one trip around this merry-go-round, and we want to make sure it is one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest today. Justin Christensen is a father, husband, speaker, and entrepreneur. A 13-year digital marketing veteran and self-proclaimed numbers junkie, Justin is the number one Amazon best-selling author of Conversion Fanatic, How to Double Your Customers' Sales and Profits with A-B Testing. He's also the co-founder and president of Conversion Fanatics, a full-service conversion rate optimization company. Justin, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Uh, Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm glad to be here. Pleasure is mine. So listen, before we get started, for those who haven't yet had the opportunity and pleasure of either meeting you or hearing you speak or reading your book, which y'all should, take a second, share your story with our listeners. What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Justin Christensen? Well, you kind of summed it up in my intro there. I'm I'm a numbers junkie, father first, Um, you know, husband, just all-around kind of laid-back guy that just tries to do extraordinary things and beat my high score from yesterday. That's pretty much it. Um, I have been around the the block a time or two in the marketing world, uh, starting back in, I think this is coming on, my 14th year now. Um, So seen or done a lot of it. And uh, what makes me passionate is just sharing what I've learned throughout this journey and helping people get to it and get the results faster is essentially not the the hard way. <laughs> Try not to learn it as hard as I had to learn it. <laughs> so the shortcut is the key. So, yeah. let, you know, real brief, just to get started, you know, obviously the digital world has become quite noisy at this point. You know, is there, is there a, uh, a couple thoughts you've got on, you know, how do you get and keep a competitive advantage considering, you know, the volume out there right now? 
Well, um, you're right. It is a very, very noisy digital world out there, and studies have shown that you've got less than three seconds to capture and keep the attention of people online. So your message has to be not only relevant, but it has to really drive home on the pain points and the pleasure points that people use when they're making a, a buying decision or some kind of decision online. So really capturing their attention and leading with what makes you different and supporting that with like something like a benefit statement or what exactly, you know, here's what I do and here's what it's going to do for you is essentially what we lead with. That makes a lot of sense. That absolutely makes a lot of sense. So that, that's an interesting statistic you led with though, less than three seconds. That's uh that, that's actually scary beyond. And it's only getting worse. Um, there's been studies shown that in a normal conversation, you know, face to face, you have seven or eight seconds. And I've even read one recently where you've got like a fraction of a second to keep that attention. So it's important that you make a big impact. Wow. That's, that's unreal. Well, you know, listen, I want to, I want to dive in because obviously you've got a, uh, you have a very, very unique skill set. Um, talking about enhancement and in, increasing conversion and, and actually, you know what, do me a favor. Can you actually take a second define, what does that mean? What is a conversion? Why is it important that people even understand that? And then let's, let's go into how we actually optimize that. Okay. Well, a conversion. And when I'm talking about conversion optimization, people immediately think, Oh, I've got to have all these technical things and I've got a split test. Split testing is only the way that we confirm our assumptions. But as far as a conversion, it is, that desired action that you want that visitor to take, whether that become a lead, whether that pick up the phone and call you, um, you know, fill out a form, buy a product, whatever it might be, it is that desired action, and that's what we consider a conversion. Understood. Okay, so getting them to, to do something. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so as far as you know, increasing conversions, like where, where does somebody even start? Like for, for the, for the person who's simply, okay, I just got a website and maybe I do some Facebook ads. Where, where do they start? Where they would start is making sure that their ad is extremely congruent with what the person sees on that page. So whatever you're advertising and they click on that ad, what do they see then? Is your message completely relevant? And it's, is it easy to find what it is that you advertised? Um, so making that completely congruent all the way through the message and making it stupidly simple to find exactly what they're looking for, whether that be you advertise, oh, I've got this video that you need to watch. I've got, um, you know, this case study, whatever, you know, we call it the ethical bribe, you know, whatever that is to get them through to your landing page, making sure that is prominent right there and they know what the next step is. So holding your visitors by the hand and leading them down the path of least resistance to where you want them to go, whether that be fill out a form and whatever it might be, but you then tell them specifically what you want them to do. Don't just assume and in and, and marketing assumptions will kill. <laughs> so you don't assume they know what to do just because you have a big form on your page. Tell them specifically what to do. Fill out this form to get this that will help you do this. Um, so just leading and always tying everything back to your benefits. Those are the main places to start. And always what's in it for your the, the person that you're trying to serve rather than I've got these great features, look at how awesome I am. 
Perfect. 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 So, all right. So now we've got, we're now leading them by the hand. Um, how do we then optimize? Because obviously we, we get to a baseline at some point, right? Um, how do mm-hmm. we then, how do, what should we be tweaking or what should we even be looking at in order to make things better? Well, um, I first start out in any engagement that we do with a company is we first understand those metrics, but we also want to understand the visitor behavior. How are they interacting with the site? Where are they getting held up? So we figure out, you know, they, they're, we might have a video on there, but we find out that they're not clicking on the video to watch it, or they're only watching 30 seconds of the video and the video is five minutes long. We just find any friction points that they might have. And to do that, we look at, you know, our analytical data, which is a little more technical, but we also look at things like heat maps and click maps, which are very simple. They can see exactly where people are scrolling on the site, what they're clicking on and what they're not clicking on. And then we make that kind of into a hypothesis basically and create some test ideas, things that we need to tweak to then start optimizing. Got it. So just um, just from a resource perspective, is there a particular heat mapping um, program that you like, that you recommend? Um, our favorite right now is Crazy Egg. Okay. And then we also use Hot Jar as another example. And they actually have video recording of people's engagement on the site so you can see exactly where they're moving their cursor and things. Fabulous. Almost feels a little Big Brother-ish, but I get it. Totally, totally get it. It is. It is a little Big Brother-ish, but um, there's so many great spy tools out there. Um, that's not, I mean, you don't see specifically who the person is, um, but you see what they're doing. Well, and obviously that Intel is uh super, super important if you're trying to increase the amount of, I guess, things that you want them to do. Yeah. So, okay. That actually makes sense. Now you've, you've actually now got a client. We, you've now tweaked this. How often, uh, and this is actually a question that I get asked a lot. How often should people be changing things up um, in order to, like, at, at what point is the sample size correct? At what point has something been running long enough before you go and, you know, screw it all up by, by tweaking things? Um, we usually look for the amount of visitors on each variation when we're running a split test um, and the number of conversions. And is it statistically significant? To not get overly technical here, but um, the softwares out there that allow you to do split testing will run things to significance, so you don't need to do any crazy math or anything like that to figure out statistical significance. But you try to run it out to a minimum of like uh, 25 conversions per variation. So we typically take small sample sizes, and that could mean 1,000 visitors. It could mean 2,000 visitors. It could mean 10,000 visitors. It really depends on your market and your actual product. Okay. That actually makes sense. That totally makes sense. Okay. Now, that's uh, that's interesting. Now, I know that um, I've heard you speak before on that the, you found that there are five pillars of success as far as running just a, uh, a world-class company. Would you, uh, would you be willing to share those? Because I know that for the folks who listen, somebody out there actually needs to hear this right now. So a couple of the key ones there are you have 
your marketing system, your traffic system. So what's getting visitors to your site? And I, I kind of break everything out into little bitty buckets. So every little element. So you have your traffic piece, which drives targeted visitors to what it is you have to offer your product or service. And then you have your um, conversion side of it. So everything really in marketing boils down to two things, traffic and conversions. So conversion is getting people, obviously, to take more desired actions and what you want them to do. So you have to have a system and a process behind how you're going to make your stuff better, just as, as you have to have a system for how you're going to get people to your site or to your offer. And then a third element is, you know, the little systems like, um, you know, support and what your processes are at when people take that desired action. You know, how fast are you following up with phone calls? Who's following up with the phone calls? Um, what do you do to fulfill once they're in the door? Um, those are systems like that. Your, your, your customer support, um, things like that. Are, are some systems. So anything that you could potentially leverage somebody else or put a process in place, we consider that the systems. But the main element that I see people overlooking in terms of the five pillars of success is that conversion element, is they've spent so much time, effort, and money getting people to their site, they get a few sales, they get a few leads coming in the door, and they think the next logical step is just, just pour more fuel on the fire and spend more money on traffic. Whereas you can go in and optimize that offer and get 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% improvements and results back on that same advertising dollars without having to spend more money on advertising. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's actually huge. Yeah. An example is, um, this morning I posted a case study on our blog about a form that we tested for a client. They were getting less than a 1% conversion rate. We tweaked it and they had an 1800 and plus percent increase in their conversion on that form. And now they're getting almost 10% of people filling out that form. Wow. Just, and they didn't spend any more money on traffic, but now if they went and wanted to spend more money on traffic, they're, 10, you know, they're whatever, 10 plus times more effective. And that helps drive down your cost of advertising too. Well, absolutely. So what was the one thing they changed? I mean, as, as far as having, having that, that's, that's, that's ginormous. I mean, to go to a 10% conversion rate on that? Yeah, it was like 9.44 or something like that, but whatever, it was better than less than 1%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we just removed two form fields. So we actually removed the phone field and the how did you hear about us field uh, because they weren't necessarily relevant in order to still be effective in delivering their message and their product. So I always look at that. It's, it's finding those friction points and making it as easy as possible for people to do business with you and whatever information you have. You want to just still be get enough that you're still effective and can still deliver, but that's removing those friction points. So the how did you hear about us stuff wasn't really relevant. They really didn't need to know that if they, they found you on a newspaper ad 
or something, you know, or whatever it might be. They don't, you don't really need to know that information for tracking purposes online. You can track it in other ways. Right. That's a, that's a, that's a nice to have versus a must have. Yeah. And phone numbers are nice to have too. I mean, obviously this company has a bunch of salespeople, but for this particular channel, they didn't really need the phone number field um, to effectively deliver. It was just, it was a request for some more information type form. So they didn't need to necessarily have the phone. So we removed that and they saw 1800% increase. <laughs> wow. Wow. So asking for less gets you more. It can. And another uh, example was we were asking, even on our site, we were asking a specific landing page from some pay-per-click ads on Google AdWords. We were asking for like 10 or 12 things on a form. And we weren't seeing quite the numbers that we wanted to see. So we broke it up into asking one question at a time on like a survey style. And we saw an almost 1,100% increase in conversions on our PPC ads. Wow. Because we were getting those micro commitments and it wasn't such an overwhelming task that, oh, they see this big form and they're like, man, I got to fill out all this information. Instead, they just got to answer one little simple question at a time. It was the same questions. It was just delivered in a different format. Got it. You're spoon feeding them versus uh, hitting them with a fire hose. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. That's brilliant. All right. Tell me, um, tell me this. Tell me a little bit about your book. Um, because for those who, I mean, a lot of this is going to be new for, for a lot of folks. Um, who's your, who's your book written for? Um, and you know, what do you feel is the, the primary message that, that people need to know about it? Um, well, the book was written, it took me over a year to write it and 10 years in the making before that, but I wanted to do something that was no fluff. Um, not a bunch of theory. That's the reason the book's only 150 pages long. So I wanted to really just get down to the tangible meat of what optimization is and give them real-world actionable items that they can take and ideas that they can take and apply it to their own businesses. So I kind of wrote it from a standpoint of educating people on what optimization is and why it's important, as well as so kind of the beginners. So if they've got some traffic going to their site, and they're doing some marketing effort for their company or for their business. And then all the way up, I mean, I've had people come back that are seasoned marketers saying, oh, man, I learned so much from this. And I thought I was an expert at this, but I learned some some stuff. So I, it's kind of a gamut of it kind of runs the gamut of who I wrote it for or who's experienced some benefit from it. But I really wrote it from an educational standpoint and helping people understand why it's important, because everybody's out there preaching traffic and get get more traffic because it's a sexier topic than optimization. And I wanted to really educate people on that. You don't need to necessarily spend more money on advertising um, that you can, you know, make better use of your advertising through optimization. Right. I mean, you, it, it's just a matter of tweaking one side of the equation. I mean, either way I, I get, I get how traffic is sexy. You put some money towards it and it shows up. This actually, mm -hmm. this actually takes a little bit more thought. Uh, yeah, it does. It's it's much more thought in figuring out why people do certain things and delivering your product in a better way um, to better connect with your audience and their pain points, their pleasure points, to get them to do what it is you want them to do. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And considering you know the, the folks listening to this podcast are more likely than not folks working in the after school activity industry. 
uh, or the coaching world, and, and they're actually interested in getting more people to do healthy things. So, like, I don't, I don't feel bad about that at all. So that's no, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a health nut too. So doing extra things, my kids do a ton of extracurricular activities. <laughs> Um, so I can definitely understand that. It's just speaking to your audience. I mean, they've all got different things, different reasons why, and just speaking specifically to that and why you're different than everybody else. You know, why your gymnastics camp is better than anybody else's down the road and why people should choose you and the benefits of why your kids need to join it. Well, the benefit, I mean, that, that's always the key, right? I mean, everybody wants to talk about the mats, um, but nobody wants to talk about what happens when you train on those mats and the end right. result. So, yeah, it's all about the end result. That's it. That's, that's brilliant. All right. It is time for our resource of the week. So, Justin, tell me this. How can people find out, number one, more about you, but also to grab a hold of your book and, and get involved with how you help uh, owners to become more successful? Um. Well, they can find out more about me by going to conversionfanatics.com, or you can connect with me on um, social by going to clickso, C-L-Y-X-O.com, slash Justin Christensen. And that gives you links to my YouTube channel, and you can watch some of my videos on optimization, as well as um, connect with me directly. Fabulous. And is your, your book is obviously available on Amazon and Yep, it's available on Amazon. Just search for Conversion Fanatic, and there's actually a link on our site that takes you, gives you a little bit more information about it and then takes you to Amazon to purchase. Perfect. Folks, this is a no-brainer. Um, this is a topic that close to nobody is either talking about or really educated in within the after-school world. So this is a great opportunity to get it right the first time. All right, so again, grab hold, connect with Justin, connect with um, his book, take a look through, and really get in the know. So, Justin, I always like to end my podcast with uh, with one what I consider to be a telling question. So, if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or, really, more importantly, to help them live a better, more balanced life, what would that piece of advice be? Biggest advice that I had was. Give without want, and in turn, you'll get. I love that. Give without want, and in turn, you will get. I love that. That's a, that's yeah, a right that's, that's the basis for everything, and I, I just shoot for continuous improvement daily and giving everything that I've learned freely and, you know, doing shows like this and helping out, and I I never expect anything in return. I just want to share and help as much as I can because I've stumbled my way along this entrepreneurial journey. So that's kind of the motto I live by. It's a fabulous motto. Justin, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your time. I know how busy you are. So it means the world to me that you share some of your time and some of your expertise with my people. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Jason. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. 
You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.